You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to season number three and episode 83 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023, and it will be a mostly rainy day here at the Beaver Lodge. I was just outside for a little bit and uh, the streets are already slick, all dark with uh, the lights sort of hitting them and reflecting. It's kind of actually beautiful at this hour of the morning, actually. Um... For the kits out there, if you would have a very, very, very special thought for my beaver sweetie today, um, he is going under the knife. A little surgery on his uh, wrist and ankle. Uh Um, Arthroscopic, nothing major, but still going under the knife. So I will be on uh, Florence Nightingale duty. (laughs) So, but just a little thought for him. Yeah, I would appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm your host, the eager beaver pronouns, he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A. And with me, as always, is my constant companion, my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. And also, happy Ramadan, because it is starting. Today. So for yeah. all our Muslim kids who are uh, listening. May peace be upon you and have good times with your family. Um, we have a Thursday morning nibble for you. But first, hello, Mr. Grizzly. How's your mental health today? Well, hello, Mr. Beaver. And how are you? I'm 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 tired as usual because, you know, I get up very early every day. The funny thing is that when the alarm went off this morning, I'm like, I, I just got here. Wasn't the case. I went to bed early last night. Mm-hmm. But I... 
I, I felt like I didn't sleep at all. Oh. Like, like literally felt like when the alarm went off, it's like, I, I just got here. Like, and I had a weird dream. I'll, I'll give you the, the tail end of it. I look out my bedroom window in my dream. I'm in my bed, in my bedroom, in my apartment. I look out my bedroom window and I see a, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. The Apollo uh, 13 capsule <laughs> floating towards my building. <laughs> And it touched down on the roof of my building, but I don't live on the roof. I, I'm on the sixth floor, right? A twelfth floor building. But and and I looked up in my ceiling and I see it start to cave a little bit, and I'm like, should I get out of bed or am I going to get crushed? I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable. I'll just stay here. And then I woke up. <laughs> uh, I could run from whatever's coming, but eh, I'm, <sighs> I'm comfortable. Uh. <laughs> like how warped is like my mind is out there man but okay. mentally i think i'm think i'm okay 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 uh good morning kit hugh good morning kit linda m good morning kit tavi g good morning kit jen good morning kit ellen and good morning kit jillian thank you so much for joining us today um in the headlines <clears throat> There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, Canadian Immigration Minister Sean Fraser announced an extension to the Canada-Ukraine authorization for emergency travel until July 15th. Mm -hmm. That was scheduled to expire on March 31st, and that will allow people to work and study while they're here as well. Which is a good thing. Very good. Um, Yesterday, a Liberal MP, Hang Dong, resigned um as a member of the liberal caucus to sit as an independent in the house because more allegations came out about him um still no sense as to whether or not those are true or not but hopefully we'll get into that during the show uh we have some uh, polling information for you as well if we have time to fit it all in and of course the big story today probably the only story that could displace um anything having to do with china interference is joe biden is coming to town (laughs) which means the streets are going to be hell your volume kind of dropped mr grizzly stuff background how about but now I no, no, don't worry. No, no, it's me. My my volume seems to be going down on its own for some reason. Um, so oh, yes, Joe Biden is coming to town, and wouldn't that be just the absolute most ideal, perfect time for an arraignment of a former president? <laughs> well, the current president is just on the other side of the border, commenting from away. <laughs> I, I, I have every reason to believe that it's going to be a traffic nightmare today. All of the meetings I had scheduled in person in my building today have been moved online. All of them. Hmm. Oh, we have a new kit joining us on the chat, Kit Jim, who I love very much because I consider him pretty much like a stepdad. Oh. Um, so, hey, yes. Jim, how you doing? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they are mourning right now because um, his wife, who I consider my stepmom, um, her mom passed away oh, just recently. So, uh, I thought, and of course, uh, for all the kids who are, of course, uh, familiar with the network, uh, our very own uh, Wade from uh, Lazy Sundays with Wade and Doe is also, uh, as he's been commenting uh, 
on his Twitter, uh, finding out that he can uh, do okay without adult supervision. Uh, because he not the way you uh, want to find out. His, no, his beloved doe. Uh, so thoughts uh, for that uh, for everyone who's uh, going through a very trying time, especially people who we love. Mm. So, uh, but uh, thank you for joining us, uh, and uh, yeah, we love you. Um, I've got a quick one for you this morning. Okay, uh, this is a, a something I retweeted earlier, but I thought I'd save it and, and put it on the show as well. It's it's this one here. Now it's it might be a little tiny, so I will. Uh, I can't really blow it up because it's a cut and paste, but I'll read it to everybody. It's from uh, James Christian Parsons at Dread underscore Tory. Dear CPC Simpson sundry right wingers, you must be exasperated by our reluctance to swallow the Chinese meddling narrative whole. I get that, but here's the thing. You thought Saddam had WMDs and nukes. You thought Afghanistan would be a cinch. You wanted to lynch Mayor Arar. You thought we'd be ruled by Sharia law. Or sh sh Sharia? Sharia law? Sharia. Within, yeah, Sharia law within five years. You wanted to deregulate our banks. You thought globalization was an unmixed blessing. You thought Trump might be fine. You thought COVID was just a cold. You thought a barbaric practices snitch line was a nifty idea and so on. Since you've been wrong about everything for about 30 years, it's hard to believe you now. Cut us some slack. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Well, that... Right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's all facts. It's all factual. There's not, there's not a lie to be told there. It's yep. all true. Yep. Every word of it. And if we're looking at CSIS as well, I mean, it's not like they did a bang up job during the convoy, and there was also Air India, and <laughs> I mean, you know, Maharar cost us millions, and then everyone else that got caught up in the same net cost us millions more, mm -hmm. um, you know. So, do they ever get tired of being so damn wrong all the damn time? I don't know. Ask Tom Lecare. <laughs> oh. Uh, you got me. You got me. My mouth was open. I did not. I didn't see that coming. That was a good one. That was a good one. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> was, that, was that your inner biatch? Oh, gee, just like popped right out. I, I, I need to. I, I usually keep her quiet with chocolate. <laughs> or farm boy gluten free chocolate chip ice cream. Ooh, speaking of, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> see how oh, it's right there? <laughs> by the way, our headline this morning has to do with this. Do you see this crap? This is being delivered in the mail right now to rural mailboxes. Can you believe that? Uh, oh, man. Uh, oh, oh, all the kids are going crazy. They're talking about woke chocolate and saying spicy. So I guess the spicy beaver moment was brought to you by the Pepper Master. Try their Piri Piri or Thai green curry flavors today. Okay. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. All right. Um so, uh, yes, uh, Joe Biden is coming to town. It would be a very, very, very good time to announce an indictment or an arraignment of uh, some certain orange shit stain, tangerine tornado. Uh, Breakfast of champions. <laughs> ah, orange, the color of the day. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll match his jumpsuit. Mm. <laughs> They'll have trouble finding him in jail, though, right? I mean, wouldn't that be? Well, Just I mean, look the, for the floating mop. Just look the for the floating mop. Yes. Well, hopefully the walls aren't orange, though. But <laughs> It'll completely disappear. Uh, so, yes, it would be a good time for that kind of, that 
type of thing to happen. And also, uh, if an arrangement was dropped, well, that would be the perfect cover to announce something like an agreement on Southwood Lumber or an agreement on the Safe Third Country Agreement. That probably wouldn't get a lot of press because everybody would be distracted with, uh, oh, arrangement. Because well, you know the Republicans would just lose their fucking minds. Well, so. <laughs> my buddies brought up the softwood lumber thing last night at uh, at the Scotch and Cigar Club, which probably has Skippy hard. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it happened again. Sorry, it did. It did. Oh. It did. And and uh, the other fellows just looked at him and went, "Dude, this shit's been going on since before Kretchen. It's not getting solved." And over 50% of the, the, the lumber mills in the United States of America are owned by Canadians. Did you know that? Mm. Over 50%. Yeah. Mm. So that's, that's how we circumvented the whole thing. The softwood lumber, it's been going on for over 30 years. It's not ending anytime soon. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see Hugh going, I so want to see the perp walk on repeat. I walk up with my AirPods on, see the parapod on repeat. <laughs> well, and you have to have uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song playing the whole time. Oh, yes. Right? Yes, that, or if he tries to run, yakety sax. Yakety sax. Yakety sax. Apparently, that's a very difficult song to play on, on yes. the uh, sax. You know. Yes, yes. You're a brony. So it appears that uh, it would be a good idea, a good time to negotiate or to announce something on the Safe Third Country Agreement. Uh, because while it seems that uh, the United States doesn't really want to do anything because the arrangement was working quite well for them, there seems to be a little problem. And that little problem is the increase in the amount of people crossing the border from Canada towards the United States. Last year, that was just 200. But between October 1st and February 28th of this year, there's been 2,000 migrants that have tried crossing into the United States from Canada into the New Hampshire, New York, or Vermont, uh, which has as the United States a little worried, and it seems that our trump card here might be the fact that we do not require from people coming from Mexico a visa, whereas the United States does. So it seems that there's a lot of people from Mexico, ooh, the morning poor. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the good stuff right there. Um, so it seems that because we do not require a visa from Mexico, that Mexicans are coming to Canada and then entering the U.S. through the northern border now. So that's been the trick. Mr. Beasley, if you, uh, you just missed it, I was just saying that uh, the difference, uh, what might be our trump card... Uh, no pun intended. Pun <laughs> not intended this time. Uh, is the fact that uh, we do not require from Mexicans a visa to come oh. to Canada, whereas the United States does. And that's why people are, there are Mexicans that, are, that have figured that out. They're coming to Canada first and then coming in through the northern border now. I didn't know that. Um, so do we require a visa to go to Mexico? I don't think so. Eh? No, we, we don't. You know, we just show up with our passport. They stamp it and away we go. Yes. Which has caused this to happen, Mr. Grizzly. <laughs> which you will find quite interesting. Republicans have formed a northern border security caucus. <laughs> so okay. that may be our way to finally get some movement, because if people are coming through the northern border because we don't require the visa, then the United States will either ask us to require the visa or we will say, well, no, sorry, we can't really do that. You're going to have to change the safe third country agreement. Mm. 
Interesting. Yes. So it wasn't a problem for them until it started becoming a problem for them. Well, I keep I keep seeing <laughs> Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene rail on about X number of thousands of people were stopped at the border and uh, fentanyl crossing, blah, blah. And they go on and on and on. Last year, it was this, or, you know, during during Trump's time, it was this much. And it's gone up by 50% since then. So what you're saying is they're doing their job by, by catching the people at the border. And, right. and that's a complaint. How? <laughs> like, okay. God. <laughs> uh, and fortunately, because they will have an announceable already. You know how we were talking about uh, the case with the Nexus uh, crossing, the, how the border officers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. were not allowed? Well, finally figured out what the reason was. It was about their ability to carry guns on Canadian soil. Oh, right. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. So anyway, look what just came out in the press uh, two days ago on the 21st. Nexus trusted travel program to resume fully by April 24th after a year-long standoff. Two days before the president comes to town. My, isn't that convenient? No, no, no. April 24th. He's sorry. in town today. Yes, but they... David oh, they announced it. it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, yes. sorry. This My is bad. announced on, on March 20th, right, right in time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so they will have at least one announceable, for sure, because even though this has been announced, they'll probably talk about it more on that. But um, that's taken place. So one issue resolved. Just like that. <laughs> ah, doing the little things right. Uh, let's talk about uh, the polling thing because you yeah. were, you were talking about that. It appears, it would appear, that um, Nazi brunch <laughs> and the conservatives' overreaction. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, to what was going on with the Chinese interference has not served them very well at all. Um, Abacus polling, which is uh, David Coletto and uh, Bruce Anderson, um, released some numbers. And what's really interesting about them is that they were probably the polling company, along with Angus Reid, that was showing the biggest gap between conservatives and liberals in the federal race and was uh, showing it uh, for a longest for the longest and most sustained period of time well this came out yesterday uh, mr grizzly oops there we go abacus committed voters cpc 33 lpc 31 ndp 18 gbc 4 Looks like NDP's gone up a bit, haven't they not? Uh, they're still it, they their range is eighteen to twenty one, and when they're below okay. twenty, it's usually not a not great. Um, but this is big, big, big news because uh, what has happened is that um, well, here we go. I'll show these. These might appear a little fuzzier uh, to the kids watching uh, because they're a little smaller. But we'll see if it. Well, let's see if I can blow that up a little bit more. There you go more. There we go. Oh, maybe some more without it disappearing. I there think that's about all I can do. Um, so over here, if we're looking, right, this says who's the lead. And everything that's in the blue is a lead. This is a tie, and this is liberals. Um, liberals are hardly 
in the lead. This is data going all the way back to October 9th of last year. There's only been three times in all this time that liberals have been in the lead and three ties. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, but two of the times have happened since February 26th. So research company was the first to show liberals with a lead over the conservatives, 34-33. Now Leger, it's got an A-plus rating, shows a 33 and 32. And immediately after that, about eight days later, Abacus Data, which if you look, Abacus Data was like 29-34, was five-point difference, 29-36, seven-point difference just on March 3rd, this month alone. The conservatives had a seven point, so that's a five point closing the gap with Abacus in about 16 days. Wow. To come and revert to the mean. So something is going on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Something is going on because now that's the third polling company now. And one of them has an A plus rating, and one of them has an A rating. Interesting. Very, 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 very. Uh, so Abacus was the one showing the biggest consistent gap um, between four and eight points consistently since de- December 8th, 2022. So that's a, this is a significant shift. Statistically, this is significant. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if the CPC has done their internal polling or whether or not they're still just looking at the listening to the echo chamber, but uh, it seems that Canadians are not liking it and they're not buying it. Interesting. Which is good with me. Well, here, here, to that end, I have something to share with you, sir. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen that, but this is 41 seconds of, oh, damn. So this is from the Peter Mansbridge uh, show, The Bridge. Ah. Good talk. And listen to what uh, Chantal Hébert has to say. And remember, Chantal Hébert is, I don't always agree with her. But I, I never, ever uh, think for one split second she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's, even when I disagree with her, I'm like, well, she's right. Are we seeing, are we getting closer now to, I mean, the question's always been, who, who's the real Pierre Polyev? For one, he doesn't look prime ministerial. He also doesn't look in control. He, he looks like he can't do this properly. Uh, and the lesson one in broadcasting, as you know well, is that if you look comfortable in what you're doing, people are going to feel comfortable watching you do it. But if you look tense, uncomfortable, defensive, people are going to feel that discomfort. They're going to be uncomfortable with you. And I think, by and large, he leaves people who are not his partisan and his fans feeling uncomfortable and doubtful about him. Right? Yeah. Can, can, you know? <laughs> yeah. Chantal Hébert, again, like I said, I don't always agree with her, but I can never, she's always right. Even when I disagree, I'm like, well, she is right. Well, and and this is not a time when I disagree with her, obviously, because I, you know, I'm completely on board with that. But Chantal Hébert is one of Canada's uh, greatest writers and best political pundits because she always, she's like Katie Porter, always comes fully armed. Yes. Well, she doesn't overreach. Never. As well. Never. Right? 
So, you, I mean, you that's, come up against Miss Hebert, you better be damn prepared to be skinned alive because she's going to do it, man. Yep. And and she's got more uh, data backing her. There's a Leger poll that was released recently that said when Canadians have been asked about whether or not how they felt about their lives overall in terms of optimism or pessimism. 60% of, can, of the respondents said that they felt very or somewhat optimistic about their lives overall. 14% somewhat or very pessimistic, and 14% said that they were neither optimistic or pessimistic. So Interesting. that's an indication that there's not a large swath of people that are already predisposed to accept the premise that everything is broken. 60% of Canadians <laughs> respondents feel optimistic about their lives. And only 14 negative, and the other two 14 can go kind of either the way. So they're not feeling so bad about it to say that they're pessimistic. Mm -hmm. So there's not a large market for what it is that he's selling at the moment. And no, I would suspect that most of the 14% that already view their lives as being pessimistic are probably already predisposed to voting conservative. I think there's probably the Venn diagram really intersects there. Mm -hmm. So, and it seems that there's absolutely, uh, that's uh, that's uh, all great age groups combined, uh, Kit Jim, uh, if you're, uh, you're asking. Um, uh, do, 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 do. So there seems to be no legs to the Johnson story in Quebec as well. So that's not helping him there. Um, and uh, Chantal uh, also said about uh, this when it comes to the David Johnston thing. Um, Add to that all of the conservative comments about David Johnston, which I think are misplaced. I'm happier to have a political party criticized the very existence of that role and demonstrate the need for a public inquiry than to have character assassination of the person who is tasked with making a recommendation. That is bullying. What it is meant to do is make Mr. Johnson feel compelled to recommend the public inquiry, otherwise they will tear his reputation to shreds. Someone said this week he shouldn't have accepted because he should have known he was going to get into that and he doesn't deserve that. My answer to that is that if I live to be 81, and if I have a track record like David Johnston, I wouldn't give a damn what the likes of Pierre Polliver thinks of me. So that's what I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. Yeah. Right? I did, I did come across that the other day and went, wow, scathing. Well, you know, and here's the thing, right? Uh, we normally have a lot of criticism for the NDP, but right here, and this one, we have to give credit to the NDP. Mm -hmm. We really do. Uh, because uh, while the conservatives are trying to claim credit, they said, you know, we forced the government to do this. They didn't do so They didn't do squat. They really, really did not do squat on this one. All right. The NDP had put in a motion for there to be an, inqu an inquiry, a full public right. inquiry, going back further than 2019 so of course the conservatives voted against that that's very suspect uh, no no don't right. don't look over here don't don't look over there no 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 just concentrate right there on that little narrow swath right there just look at that look at that and look at that don't no don't look over there right now uh, because Right, that investigation. If we went back further, oh, I'm going to look that into allegations <laughs> that there was Russian interference to help Stephen Harper. Uh huh. So, so Pierre Polliver doesn't doesn't want an actual public inquiry. No, no. Into the matter, of course not. Right. So, 
Instead, he doesn't show up for his vote on his party's motion to bring Katie Telford in. Yes. Now, what people don't know is that motion was a bit of a Trojan horse, I found out, because that motion also included a sub-clause or a second ask. What? Did I miss that? That the entire investigation be shifted from the procedure committee. You know, mm-hmm. yesterday when I saw PROC in major letters and I didn't know what that was, from the procedure committee to the ethics committee. The procedure committee is currently chaired by liberals. The ethics committee is ruled by a conservative. So they wanted to take the whole investigation, shift it from one committee to the other, and basically start it over under a partisan thing. So they don't want a public inquiry. They want it to go to the ethics committee, which is run by the conservatives. So they put a poison pill in their own thing because the NDP would never accept it because the NDP is acting like an adult of the room. So the conservatives are making this big show. We tried to get Telford to testify. They didn't. What they were really trying to do, because why else put it in the motion, was trying to move the circus to a committee they were running. That's all they did. They didn't want a public inquiry, and they didn't really want Telford to testify. They just wanted to run the circus. Of course. So both parties put a poison pill in their motions, right? The NDP wanted to go back further. But of course, the NDP looks like the adult in the room because, well, why shouldn't we go back further? Right. I mean, if all the former CISA's employees keep on telling me that this is, we keep on telling us that this has been going on since the days of Mulroney and nobody's been acting <laughs> to their satisfaction, why are we not going back to the days of Mulroney? Now, I can understand why the prime minister is not going back to the days of Mulroney because he wants the rapporteur to you know, come up with a decision. And the decision as to whether or not there will be something like an inquiry is not going to have to wait till October. That's going to come sometime in May, around May 23rd. And then he will continue doing work to do a full report. So we're going to know pretty quick whether quickly whether or not something's going to move to another stage. Um, so yes, both of the parties did that. But then uh, what happened is that uh, because the liberals were filibustering, indeed were filibustering, uh, the attempt to bring Telford in to the procedure committee, uh, Jagmeet Singh had a little conversation with the liberals and said, um, if you do not bring her in to testify, we are going to vote with the conservative motion. Mm. A little stronger so then, tactic there. So then, as statesmen, Mr. Singh and Mr. Trudeau came to an agreement as to how things would proceed, which is the solution that we have now, which is orderly. And the adults are in charge. Yes. And the conservatives are out there screaming, selling people's reputations. Yes. So, and the conservatives they're... did not do a squat. The adult in the room and proper credit Goes to credit is Jagmeet Singh. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed completely. I, like, it, it, uh, as I said the other day, they've ruined uh, Mr. Dong's life. He's been oh, getting yeah. death threats. He's had to step down, go into hiding, and they don't give a shit. They don't care. If they can score a point, they'll ruin your life. They will. They will throw you into the uh, into the uh, child killing machine. I know that sounds pretty rough, but I can't believe it. it you know, it's, it goes back to that whole. Well, it goes back to the whole. Sorry, go ahead. It goes back to that whole thing. Uh, a classmate raised twenty thousand dollars to uh, buy a free pass, so these children didn't get eaten by the child eating machine. Why aren't we doing something about the child eating machine instead of of having perseverance porn about a kid? Ra- you know what I mean? I'm I'm going way off topic here, but I'm trying to get to a point. It's it's absurdist it's uh, satirical absurdism 
they they're they're literally trying to score points by destroying people and they don't care yeah yeah so now we have uh you know uh, mr singh's calling them a useless party basically saying that you know, the agreement they made with the liberals made their motion moot, so no point in voting for it. And, uh, you know, basically acting as the adult in the room, hey, you guys, like, you know, stop your bickering. This is this matters. Let's get something done. So, um, you know, props, props. And uh, let's hope he continues down this path because this is what we've been advocating. Yes. Punch down on the conservatives, make the case that they don't even deserve to be the official opposition, slide into the consciousness of Canadians as the second place or as the government in waiting, and who knows, in an election campaign, if the Liberals have a slip and fall, boom, there's your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put this up, Mr. Grizzly. This is a MP from Don Valley North, Handong, um, making a statement. I rise on a point of order. I have informed the Prime Minister and the leadership of the Liberal Party Caucus that I will be sitting as an independent at the conclusion of these remarks. Mr. Speaker, I'm in your hands as to what happens next. To all my colleagues in the parliament, media reports today quoting unverified and anonymous sources have attacked my reputation. Lost the sound there, bud. Let me be clear. What has been reported is false. And I will defend myself against these absolutely untrue claims. But let me assure you, as a parliamentarian and as a person, I have never and I will never and would never advocate or support the violation of the basic human rights of any Canadian, of anyone, anywhere, period. The accusations are false. My family came to Canada for freedom. I have had the privilege of being elected to this house, and I believe I have served honorably and pledged to continue to serve honorably and fulfill my oath of office. I will continue to serve the residents of Don Valley North as an independent member of this house. I'm taking this extraordinary mm-hmm. step because to sitting to sitting the government caucus is a privilege and my presence there may be seen by some as a conflict of duty and the wrong place to be as an independent investigation pursues the facts in this matter. I will be sitting as an independent so that business of government and indeed the business of parliament is not interrupted as I work to clear my name and the truth is presented to Parliament and to Canadian people. I am a proud Liberal, and I am proud of the work our government does day in and day out to serve the people of Canada. I also don't want to distract from that important work. Before concluding, I want to assure Mr. Michael Spravert and Mr. Michael Covert and their families that I did nothing to cause them any harm. Like everyone in this house, I worked hard and advocated for their interest as a parliamentarian. The allegations made against me are as false as the ones made against you. To 
my constituents, I will continue to work on your behalf as your member of parliament. To my staff, I thank you. I know the days ahead will be difficult, but I will be there to support you as we continue to serve the people of Daomali North. My family, and in particular, my parents, who brought us here to Canada. To my wife, Sophie, and my kids, I love you. I thank you for all the support and love you give me. The truth will protect us. Our honor and our family will get through this together. Sorry about that. Thank you, Speaker. <laughs> I want to thank the member for his statement uh, to assure him that the House will be making the appropriate changes to the seating plan. I'll take a take a. They destroyed his life, and they don't fucking care. Yeah, that is a broken man right there. Yeah. If that doesn't, if that doesn't stir some emotions in you, you've lost your humanity. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when the sound cut out, uh, just for the kids who are listening at home, uh, it said uh, what he was talking about is not only was having his loyalty to Canada also questioned. Um, the part that stood out for me in that is that uh, he actually said in public with a camera that the allegations made against him are as false as the allegations that the Communist Party of China, of the People's Republic of China, made against Michael Spavrik, Michael yeah. Kovrig and Michael Spaver, Spaver uh, because the new allegations against Dong is that he basically advocated uh, to the consulate in Toronto that China retain Kovrig and Spaver, hold on to them a little longer because that would not be good for the conservatives, which is very convenient that this happens like a couple of days after we hear that New York Times story about Reagan asking uh -huh. Iran to yeah. hold on. Yeah. You know, because there's never a good or a bad idea that's not copied. They don't have a, an original idea ever. So, I don't know. But uh, Well, let me rephrase that. They do have original ideas, but they're all terrible. Yeah. All their original ideas are really terrible, like the, uh, the snitch line, for example. Now, it seems, it, it seems to me really far out there that even if he were an asset, that the government of the PRC would allow him to say that the allegations they made were false on a camera recorded at Hansard. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but this obviously could not be avoided because the precedent has been set by uh, the MPP uh, in uh, Ontario when allegations about him uh, were, became more precise. And he stepped to the, he stepped aside and sitting an as an independent in the Ontario legislature, so this couldn't be avoided at this point. This this had to, had to happen now. 
Um, yeah, what's going on is um, it's not great. No, it's, it's not, not great. great. Yeah. Do we have a little bit more time, Miss Grizzly, or do you have to go? I got to run quickly. I have two quick things for you uh, to try and lighten the mood a little bit. Well, this will first enrage you a little bit when you see this. This is currently the uh, superstore price of Lactantia salted butter. Oh my God! I'm glad I bought mine on sale. I saw it at four something this uh, this week, and I bought three, three or four bricks. Like people ask me why I don't do butter. Well, I'm allergic to dairy, but you know <laughs> that's one thing. And to lighten the mood a little bit because that was really heavy, and I'm feeling some emotions. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up because it made me smile, and hopefully it'll make everybody watching smile as well. Doris found her Viking cruise to be a little too immersive. <laughs> <laughs> I had to lighten it, man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. One more quick hit for you. Uh, this is interesting. Um, do you know what Canada's current population is? Ooh. Well, I know it's over 39. It's darn, darn near 40. well, 14 since midnight. We just, somebody just passed away in Quebec. You see, Ontario is inching up, but uh, we're going to hit the 16 million mark probably by the end of the year. And Canada will surpass the 40 million mark probably by, well, I'd say summer, July or August at this rate. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I've got a great hit. I was feeling a little cheeky yesterday. Okay. You want me to you want me to post this? Yeah. A tweeter wrote. Uh-huh. <laughs> These violent people you're referring to are fucking Canadians. To which I replied, whether these Canadians are fucking or not is irrelevant. <laughs> I was feeling cheeky. (laughs) Words are my life. (laughs) I've been known to be rather pedantic. I'm not a writer. Uh, You know, I'm barely literate, but I've been known to be rather pedantic. Grammar matters. Words matter. Uh, Context is always important, of course, but that's a good one. That's a good one. one. Sorry, mom, but that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. I am a cheeky monkey. <laughs> Again, pedantic. It's a good thing. You might, and for those of you who don't know what pedantic means, you can just J F G I. Just freaking Google it. J F G I. Well, kids, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we loved making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So please let your peeps know about us. And uh, on that front, uh, Kits, you have been doing us uh, some wonderful, wonderful little favors. Um, You have put us back on the charts. And in a very, very nice way, thank you very much. Uh, we uh, jumped back in after uh, not putting out a couple of podcasts for a few days because we got behind at 135, and then we're back up to 124, which is the highest that we've been uh, in the last, well, at least in the last 30 days, the highest we've been in a while. And it, I think that makes us like 
eight or nine days that we've charted in the month of March, which is the most that we've charted in a whole month and all that good stuff. And also, Kits, uh, you did this for us, uh, Mr. Grizzly. What's that? That's four digits. Oh, hey, we've surpassed a thousand on, on the Twitter. And how old, on the Twitter feed? How, how old is that Twitter feed now? April twenty twenty one. When we when we when we joined the the net, net, net bah, let's try that again. When we joined the network, <laughs> I'm so excited. Twenty twenty one is going. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Didn't we join the network in twenty twenty two? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, when what, sorry when we started our podcast. Okay, I was confused for a moment. Sorry. Yes, sorry. <laughs> yes, that when we joined the network. Sorry. Yes. So there we go. In just under two years. That's good. We're making progress. And the last. Oh, yeah. The last 100 was like really quick. Yeah. Um, so, kids, thank you so very much for that. We really appreciate your help. Because democracy is something you do. Yes, of course. Keep on writing those letters. And uh, please, if you still want to help us with the Rosie Project, that's very, very important. We would like that very much. We're helping to sponsor a family of five in Kenya, a very hardworking woman named Rosie who has four other lives who depend on her by providing her with a basic income. And uh, Constance is going to come back on the show after the 25th to announce uh, some really, really big developments. Outstanding. Big developments um i was asked so the other day uh, how, how it was going and i said we'll have her back don't worry we'll have her back shortly she's got some announcements to make so yeah i asked if she wanted to come today but she has a presentation to make and she's going to find out more okay uh, but uh but she's been invited to do she's doing presentation skits yeah okay and she sent me a, she sent me a copy of the of the deck and it's, it's good she sent it and it's i go good. that's perfect i wouldn't change a thing then she sent me another one she goes i augmented it a bit and i'm like that's even better <laughs> right right so no, this this is a good thing. So please, if you'd like to help, we we really would appreciate the help. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated, and we love to hear from you. So reach us on our Facebook at uh, True North Eager Beaver on our Twitter feed at True Eager or by email at truenorthegerbeaver at gmail.com. And we did receive a comment by from someone talking about uh, the podcast. Um, please rest assured <laughs> that we are all good. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, when I'm not talking, I have the opportunity to do a couple of other things, or sometimes it's just a subject I don't have much to contribute upon, and I just don't want to take up some air, air time. So don't worry. It's all good. Uh, if uh, you want to subscribe to us uh, via our pod page, that's podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver, lowercase letters with a hyphen between each one of those words. And we will come to you as soon as we have something fresh off the bandwidth. And why not subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel if you happen to be watching us. We're hoping to get to a thousand so that we can monetize it. And that would help us out a lot. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a good show today, well, if you're watching that little QR code above Mr. Grizzly's head, that will bring you to our emergency coffee slash hot chocolate fund tip jar. And if you're listening, well, then you just let those lovely little digits on those beautiful hands do some clickety-clack walking to our coffee site. That's coffee, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver all lowercase letters, one word, coffee, ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver. And there you can make your donation. And thank you to uh, Kit Miss Sarika, who sent us another donation. So that's uh, three this week, uh, which I think might be a record for us. So thank you very much, Kit. Thanks, Dave. Very, very much. 
get it. Um, and uh, well, um, I don't have it up in front of me, but she sent us a little comment, which I'll read uh, on tomorrow's show as well. Okay. Uh, merch hopefully coming back soon. So just you know, keep your powder dry and then go on a shopping spree. <laughs> from the beaver lodge this is your eager beaver saying until next time dear kids it could be a tough world out there so please be kind to and gentle with yourself and again some more thoughts for my sweetie and some thoughts for um my extended family and some thoughts for uh wade yes. and his family yes please indeed yes uh mr grizzly do you have some words of wisdom for us before we go yes can we please stop electing uh narcissistic stupid people who only care about themselves and not others please 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 be an informed voter democracy is something you do i take it very seriously i hope you do too yes and jake i got it right get jake if you're listening uh when the uh when it does start raining arrangements, indictments, if you'd like to have us on. <laughs> We'd love to do a play-by-play with you. We'd love <laughs> to come back. All right. Um, Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. I can do that. I have the technology. Woohoo! You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. I was dancing during the break. Uh, if you just put up that nice little visual for us. Look at that. You put us at 124. And look at who we're above. Post media. You put us above post media, kids. <laughs> Truth wins. Truth wins. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.